and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. So, I realize it's a podcast and who knows when you're listening, but seeing as this is the first day the podcast has been up, given that time frame, the number five movie in the nation, Spider-Man, Welcome to the Spider-Verse. I think it's just Spider-Man into the... Sp- Spider-Man is in there and Spider-Verse is also part I've of I've just been title. calling it Spider-Verse and... Of all the movies I've seen in the theater, I have to say this is one of the best I've seen in a long, long time. Just an overall. You're talking about Spider-Man films in general or or just just like movies overall. This had so much going for it. It it really was this odd blend of I mean, just uh, again, specifically like I've seen every Spider-Man movie Mm -hmm. that they've made. Wasn't a huge fan of the Raimi movies. I really liked Amazing Spider-Man. Thought Amazing Spider-Man 2 was a little overstuffed. This right here is about as close as you will get to a perfect Spider-Man movie. And I'm going to say, this is your favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Mm, I really liked Face Off. Like, and it's just... Well, it is hilarious. Audacity. Like, <laughs> but if you're talking about an actual quality film, you may be correct. Yeah. Right, leaving Las Vegas was good. I, I forget he... It. Yeah. It's Well, it's been like 20 face years. Face Off is just so funny. I'm just... Face <laughs> Off just... It, it, it's... It, it goes so far over like... It and just, the doves and the slow motion and it's just, just... It's... Face Off is a lot of fun. It I, really I don't is. want to call it a good movie because I don't want people to question like my opinion in film. But man, is it, it's a ride. Yeah. It's a ride. However, Spider-Verse is a good movie. It's, it's a good animated movie. It's a good mm-hmm. Spider-Man movie. It's a good movie, just period. My girls are 12 and 13, and when the anime spider person showed up, they found it funny on so many levels because they've watched anime and they said, okay, this is what's going to happen next, which made me so proud. Well, the... The catch about this movie is like you're getting these genres like kind of crash landing into each other. You have your traditional Peter Parker Spider-Man, the Mm -hmm. one that largely you've seen depicted in most of the Spider-Man movies. Like Mm -hmm. he's heroic, like he's very put upon, like he goes out of it. Great power comes great response. I mean, he's just it's the Spider-Man. You have Miles Morales, who is a creation as of... I want to say early, mid-2000s, mid, mid, mid 2000s, like uh, Brian Michael Bendis actually created him. He took over in the Ultimate Universe whenever Peter Parker was killed by the Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. I, that's a very short way of describing it. Um, he is an African-American uh, teen Spider-Man. Just a, a, and Latino. Uh, as well, yeah, yeah. Like a blending of... he's. It, it just he's a very interesting and different take on the Spider-Man mm-hmm. mythos. Um, you you have him in the movie who's who's actually the star right. of the film. Like it's also worth noting that the best Spider-Man movie they have released does not star Peter Parker, who traditionally mm-hmm. is who you think of whenever you say Spider-Man. Like right. if I say Batman, you probably think Bruce Wayne. If I say Superman, you think Clark Kent. Most people when I say Spider-Man are going to either go. Um, who is that? Or Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So it is animated, and it has the love of my life, 
John Mulaney in it. Not nearly enough. I need more M- Spider Mulaney isn't he's Spider Spider Ham like is is just P- Peter Porker is <laughs> Peter Porker. I, I'm just saying like is just a the thing about it, he's actually from the comic books. Like he that is a legit when I saw that he was going to be in the movie, I'm just like I've got to understand the justification. What in... When did this character appear? Because Spider-Pig, as I miscalled him, that's from the Simpsons movie. Yes, it's, but, it's not... But sp- still, hilarious. Spider-Ham... <laughs> I... I would I I cannot give you the years right off, but like he was always kind of in the the background, uh. When, when I when I was a kid, like all all of them have it appeared at some point, like uh, uh Spider Noir, the one that mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage, like it's a it's not an Elseworlds tale, it's a I think it's a what if tale of basically like if Spider Man existed at this point in time, mm-hmm. and um you've got the the anime one that like. Uh, Marvel was it was like Marvel manga during the late nineties. I want to say like Marvel created their own manga universe, and they had like a manga Iron Man. They had a manga Spider. Mm-hmm. Like basically, they took their their most popular characters and kind of created a a version of them for that. And like the character's been largely forgotten, like un- until this point in time. So then. Because I was unaware of any of these characters except, of course, for Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man and Spider-Man, attorneys at law. Um, uh, this then serves as a launching off point for all of them. Well, the, I mean, once you breach that, like, there's nothing that you can't bring into that world. And, like, as much as, like, you've got, you got your bread and butter, like your Avengers, mm-hmm. you know, your Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. The, these are just, these are generally at the forefront. Sony has wanted their own Spider-Man universe for years. And that's what Amazing Spider-Man was supposed to lead into until Amazing Spider-Man 2 almost lost money. And they were just like, here, Marvel, before we destroy this golden property, go ahead and put your touch on it, mm-hmm. which uh, um, the not... Is it Far From Home? That's the Homecoming. sequel. Homecoming and then Far From Home <gasps> is the sequel. I knew a superhero thing there before you, you. Just seconds. <laughs> it was moments, but it's still yeah, a thing. Right, it's I, a thing. I'm very excited. It's like if you ever got to steal a ball from Jordan. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> you stole a ball from Jordan. That's good. I had to kick him first, but whatever. <laughs> um, it opens up the door to all, like, there's a, there's a clone of Tony Stark that appeared during the, I want to say it's, Early '90s, they they a, a clone of Tony Stark that was a young Tony Stark took over as Iron Man for a short period of time. You had the was uh, he evil? No, well, no, just, he was okay. just younger. They wanted they wanted somebody that was younger, like wasn't an alcoholic, like didn't have all Whatever. these. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like there there are so many different takes on these characters. You had uh, Spider Gwen. Who was from a line called? I think it was M two. You had um, Gwen Stefani with Spider Man powers. No, Gwen Gwen Stacy. Oh, that's she was in the movie Spider yeah. Gwen, the one that had like the hoodie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The the future daughter of uh, Mary Jane Parker and uh, Peter Parker. It was a a a line that um, they had done. It was about basically futuristic tales of the Marvel universe. All of the other characters, like in books, 
were canceled. Spider-Gwen, however, survived for several years. Like after that, eventually, like just the sales didn't didn't make financial sense. So it was canceled as well. But it's a character that people have always fondly looked at. The Spider-Man 2099 line or the Marvel 2000, you had Punisher 2099, Hulk 2099, X-Men 2099. This was launched in like the year 91. You had characters supposedly that were nearly 100 years out from these characters and were futuristic versions of I'm just saying like you have a Spider-Man another Spider-Man that did not make his appearance there their uh Spider-Man 2009 has a fantastic looking costume really interesting backstory I'm saying all of these characters not just Spider-Man characters you have got all of this that you can start diving into like uh-huh. granted if 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 Sony wants to produce it they do have to keep it within the Spider-Man universe but the wealth of characters that exist just in the Spider-Man universe is there. Marvel wants to look at this and just be like, we've got, liter- guys, we've got a, a, a trunk of these in the back. Like, we've been making comic books since the 1960s. We can, if, if this is what you want to see, because mm-hmm. I think, I want to say Spider-Verse just crossed like $200, $300 million. Mm-hmm. There's money in that. Granted, it's not like Infinity War money. But like you know, you you got to you got kids got to kids got to have new shoes. So Spider Verse is funny. I'm gonna say uh, laugh out loud funny because that's what me and mine did. There's a lot of uh, it's kind of like an onion. It has layers, and it's well written. It's sharp. It's it's visually interesting. It's a good story. The uh, one of the authors of uh, Lego Movie, one of the directors of Solo. Um, what else did they did? The 21 Jump Street movies mm-hmm. was one of the producers and writers on this. If that it tells shows, you yeah. why it's so it like as sharp as it is. I don't remember which one of them what it's it's Lord or Miller, but I cannot remember which one of them was the one that was doing the writing. But I'm just saying those guys, they they understand funny. Mm-hmm. They and they really legitimately funny. do and it's it's just a well-written, interesting spider-man movie and don't let the fact that it's animated put you off like i know that a lot of people they're like oh it's a cartoon whatever it's just it's it's a fun fun movie like you the one of the you even have two peter parker Mm spider-mans like one one is your your more traditional one voiced by chris pine like they even show like i believe it's actually supposed to be the sam raimi spider-man because like Mm -hmm. they show you a couple scenes in the beginning when they're kind of giving you a very like abbreviated um origin story a lot of those things happened in those movies so i'm assuming that's who that was supposed to be you have a i'm gonna call him less heroic um Mm -hmm. doughy Doughy. spider-man um in this dad bod almost has to be harassed into doing the right thing one of the best jokes in the movie and i don't want to go into too much of the story because there's some emotional beats that i get stolen from you if i tell you about it beforehand um but one of the the doctors who understands like multi multiverse theory we'll call it that um because they have to trans be transported through these you know dimensional barriers she's like oh when you transported through the dimensional barrier it must have caused this to uh and you gained basically it was explaining why he was he was heavier and he's like yes that's why (laughs) i wasn't like that before i went through the dimensional barrier like exactly and he's just got like 
this Spider-Man is like he's constantly eating pizza, mm-hmm. like, and he's still wearing that that form-fitting Spider-Man, but he doesn't have that. Uh, like, sh- shall we no, say he's not Peter Griffin? No, no, like, but he's not Andrew Garfield either. He is not. Uh, I'm just saying, like, and it's funny to see that depiction of Spider-Man because we always see those characters, like your Christian Bale Batman, your mm-hmm. Henry Cavill Superman. Like, they're just, they're these godlike physical specimens, like, just chiseled mm-hmm. from mountains. And you finally get to see one, and he's he's still wearing a skin-tight outfit, but he's just like, mm, oh, that... Ooh, that cheeseburger right there. Are you going to finish that there, Miles? Oh, look at that. Ooh, that cheese fry? Do you? Oh, cheese fries. So, it's a real funny movie. You should see it. Before we talk quickly about the next one, again, quickly, I know we go off on tangents, but I'm dying to know your opinion. I just read that DC Comics, and it's not April, so I think this is real. DC Comics is launching a new comic called Second Coming. The superhero is Jesus. And Jesus is coming back and learning how to be a, stay with me, superhero from like a Superman type of character because he, he's, he's come back because he feels some of his message got garbled. Is Do we know which... I'm going to go ahead and say this is probably not the DC proper line that... You've got a lot of sub okay su- sub lines that DC will release. It's to, coming out like, in March. Kind of like how Disney doesn't re- like Miramax okay, releases yeah. like more mature fare. It's kind of like that, but with comic books. Okay, well, it's coming out in March. Like it sounds like a Vertigo release to me. It said DC Comics on the side. I just saw the front. You have the the Supermanish guy might have had a gun and then you have jesus stuffing a a very long loaf of bread into a criminal's mouth it's all i honestly it's all i know about it now mark miller wrote one that kind of similar to this but a much more like serious take on it basically the way he described it whenever he released it was think of think of the old testament as a new hope the new testament as empire strikes back he goes this book is kind of the return of the Jedi of the the Bible, like was the way okay. he described it. And this character that you're led to believe is Christ reborn is actually the devil. Like it's a the, the entire series. It's a mini series. Like I want to mm-hmm. say it's like three, four issues. And you're led to believe that he is leading and people are getting behind him. And eventually in the last issue, like more or less, they're revealing they're like, oh, no. That's the devil. Like this is the end of the world. It will perish and fight. And like, I and like you're led. Did it really surprise you? Yeah, I thought I thought that was that was the second coming of Jesus. I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm on board for the. And then like he's misled all these people into that. He's he's got them behind him, and then it's just like, oh, my father's the devil. The world will burn, and I'm just like, <gasps> and that's how they end it. Oh, great. Yeah, so you're just like, oh. Closure, nice. I guess, all right. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but it sounds this might this might be a more comical or lighter, the very... Yes, and you know, as Christians ourselves, other Christians, great senses of humor. Um. Sure, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I'm sure this will be very well received. Which is the reason why I was qu- asking if it was DC they were releasing it under, like... 
because Warner Brothers is pretty protective of that particular brand. I, if, I just want you to look into it. I'll check it out. I'll because it out. I feel it, that the power compels you. Jane Allen here, talking with Adam Cravens. This is Parental Guidance Suggested. Movie reviews on the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. You also saw, wait for it, wait for it. I'm going to remember it in a hot second. Oh, Bumblebee, which is not in the top five. Now, Spider-Verse came out before Bumblebee. Of course, Aquaman's still in the top five. Bumblebee made a lot, maybe? It made... Made enough money to be profitable. Okay. Like the the Bayformer movies have traditionally the op- Bayformer. They're not Transformer. That's Michael Bay's Transformer. I'm just saying, like did, did generation you that Bayformer is I, that an atomism? If not, if not, I should have. Now I'm yeah. sure I've heard it somewhere before. Um, but like basically, you've got like your your Generation One Transformers, the cartoon that I watch, the toys that I play with. Those are the Transformers. The movies that started in what was it? Oh seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Th- those are definitely of their own ilk. Like, those are not the the Transformers that I grew up on. Like, I did a pr- enjoy aspects of the first Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean the Transformers, the movie, the one that had Orson Welles voicing somebody. The car- <laughs> cartoon. I'm talking about the 2007 Michael Bay directed mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf oh, starring 2007 Is Transformers. Is he still wearing a paper bag? I hope so. Okay. I certainly hope so. Uh, and he did, he appeared nowhere in this movie, which is one of my favorite things about this movie. One of my largest issues with those movies, that what he was allowed to be in them. Yes. Or even remotely suggested that he would be Indiana Jones's son. That I, I, I'm convinced he saw Steven Spielberg kill someone. <laughs> and he was basically just... just Told him and he's like, "Fine, fine, Stevie. You don't go to jail, but I, I'm Indiana Jones Jr. Okay, and I'm starring in those Michael Bay Transformer movies." And he's like, "All right, oh my goodness, it's a really high price. Maybe I should just go to jail." And he's like, "You serious, Steven? And he's like, "Okay, fine, fine. You can be Indiana Jones' son, and you're in the mic." Oh. Uh, so Spielberg had his hand in Bumblebee because um... well, he Steven Spielberg is the one that hired Michael Bay to direct the Transformers movies. DreamWorks oh, 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 oh. had the had the rights to it. I don't know if I've ever seen one the whole way through. If I... if you have seen seven minutes of one of them, you have seen that's, that's all what of I them. believe. Except honestly, except this one. Okay, like the. This one I looked may be almost able, appealing. You had Transformers the movie, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, Transformers Dark of the Moon, Transformers Dance Dance The Dance. Last The Last Night and then there's another one that I can't think uh, of right okay. now. So this just from the trailer, my kids immediately wanted to see it. It reminded me of Wally, but you tell me it's actually E.T. in car form. They they have real like and the fact that Steven Spielberg was all as he has been on all the Transformers movies, uh, executive produced this wow. film as if he didn't have enough money. I mean, because in the event you don't think globally as we always do, Transformers make a lot of money because the dialogue's not important. People are seeing no, it for the these, action scenes. These robots punch each other, and that tra- like punching robots translate into every language exactly. it, it's not like a a joke like like 30 rock does not play everywhere because some of that 
is colloquial. It's regional. Like some of that you're not going to understand if you don't understand that particular aspect of pop culture. Mm -hmm. When another giant robot stabs another robot with a sword. It wouldn't have to be a giant sword. I mean, if it's not going to be a giant robot, what's the point? But where would he get the giant sword? The same place. This, I don't know. Like Robot Mart. What, right. what, whatever. I don't. I, I don't well, know. Let's... I don't. And would he have a giant holster and I'm, scabbard? I'm. I'm not from okay. the robot planet. Like so, I giant monster. I don't, giant whatever. Robots. Whatever they do. Whatever they do on, on robot planet. That. Okay. That's what you need to do there. All right. Or Cybertron, I believe, is actually where the Transformers come from. I see. So it's a robot planet? I mean, the planet itself is a robot? Listen, if you start doing a deep dive on all of the logic of all of this, Jane, like, it doesn't, listen, it's not airtight, okay? Like, what? Wh- why does the leader look like a semi-truck? Like, it It also depends on, like, different comic books or different cartoons or uh-huh. different movies will give you different explanations for all of that. I see. So, I mean, like I said, A, it's all made up, but B, really? like... It just depends on where you want to take that particular whatever from. Now, I do know this, that Bumblebee is a black and yellow car, and that for a charity, four of them from various and sundry films, not this one, but four different of the Bumblebee cars are being auctioned off as one thing. You have to buy all four of them for some charity. I have no details. Well, the, Oh, and they're not street legal. One of these... One of the things I think that this movie did correctly that, like, I, I don't want to say it bothered, like, a ton of people, but the original Bumblebee in the cartoon, the one that popularized the Transformers, he was a VW bug. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not a Camaro as depicted in the, I, I can't call it a Shia LaBeouf movie because I'll, I'll throw up in my mouth. We're going to just call it the, the original. He is shown to be a Camaro. And now, by the way, the VW bug being retired. That's sad. That's However, the rumor is sad. it might come back as an all-electric car. But uh, 2018... Nothing, nothing ever 19, completely dies. <laughs> yeah. uh, the VW, as you know it, now, gas-powered... If I'm remembering correctly, Chevy had some kind of product placement or deal with the the Michael Bay Transformer mm-hmm. movies, which is why I'm guessing that Bumblebee became a Camaro. And... Let I, if we're if we're just being honest with each other, Camaro's a bit sexier than a VW Bug. Like, mm-hmm. if, if cars are in fact sexy, I'm going to go ahead and say the Camaro's tractors a little bit sexy. Are. Well, she thinks my tractor's sexy. So, uh, he's a Camaro, and does he buzz? I mean, is it just the color thing? I, it, it's That's the colorist. it's the color. Well. That's cars. And in this this particular version, um, the girl finds him in a junkyard. Like, whenever he first landed on the planet, the uh, army basically came after him because they're like, oh my goodness, there's a giant alien robot. He's going to kill all of us. We should destroy it. He's damaged his his vocal cord, or not, they're not vocal. I don't know. He can't talk. Okay. Um, And his power supply is damaged. So, like... Basically, he hides by turning himself into a car, and then his 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 power supply shuts down, so he can't he can't do anything. He is similar to what happened to the Tin Man in Wizard of Oz. I see. Okay, and so she finds Tin Man. So it's the whole. St- is it the origin story of Bumblebee or Bumblebee? Are this this is the Bumblebee movie. This is more. Le- this is how he came to Earth. Okay. This is like all. Th- basically, it leads you right up into where 
um, he's found, or it gives you enough that it goes right into the 2007 movie. It explains why he's a Camaro. It explains why he was already on Earth. How do Transformers reproduce? They don't really show that in any of these movies. They're PG-13. But, so, I mean, it's like, is it... Jane, when a, semi, they, when a semi-truck and a, a plane love each other, and they <laughs> love each other a lot... I'm just fascinated now by all these Transformer questions. They're fuel tanks. I well, see. I, 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 again, if you want to delve too far into this, I'm just telling you, it ain't airtight logic. <laughs> or maybe I don't know enough about the Transformers, but they don't, they don't really go into like Mama Bumblebee and Daddy Bumblebee. Bumblebee, he, he already here, okay? Okay, all right. So, and on the whole, let's erase all the other Transformer movies, which I know is a dream of yours. Yes. Uh... Um. Did you find it mildly entertaining? If if I had not already seen like Steven Spielberg basically adapt E.T. into Super 8 and mm-hmm. now like I mean I if you're going to rip off something, I guess rip off from the best. This particular Transformers movie had some of the best character development. Um the lead actress Haley what is her last name? Joel Osment? No. Oh. Um, it's it's the girl from uh, True Grit. Oh yeah, yeah, her. Uh, she was also in um, oh, it's the... the remake of True Grit. Her. Yeah, yes, not the yes, not the yeah. original True yes. Grit, not that one. Um, she is the the she is the main actress in this mm-hmm. one, and actually gives a really strong. Does she turn into a car? No, okay. no, humans don't. James, you you really don't know anything. <laughs> no, like it's they're not vampires. Like if a transformer bites you, like you don't turn into like. A moped. No, I've been. I would like to see that. I will. I'm d- they they're looking for spinoffs, so like they'll just be like, wait a minute, vamp, Cybertron vampire. Get this, get this. They're 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 transformers that bite humans and turn them into smaller electronics. Like if you get bit, you turn into a 4K Blu-ray player. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I had such a proud parenting moment, which you would appreciate, but others would like go, huh? When my oldest, Anna Grace, said, I believe she was quoting one of us in a vague way, who greenlit this? <laughs> what was that meeting like? Because this is garbage. And it's, I was so proud. It, it, if that wasn't directly from one of us, I'd be surprised because I know I've said that. I know I and have I mean, too. And I know I've said it more than once, like, and in front of people, not just like, you know, to myself in front of the mirror or something. <laughs> I was really proud. Don't remember what it was about, but still. Whatever. It was garbage. She probably, she probably got caught 30 seconds in one of the Transformers. Totally movies. deserved it. So, Bumblebee, okay. Like, if you liked E.T., and I mean, beat for beat... I mean, you've got, like, at the end... Is it still in theaters now that we're talking about it? I don't remember. It was released on December 20th. I, be- I believe it still is in theaters. Okay. Like, it, it's not doing, like, ridiculous bank, but, like, it's doing it's doing it enough that um, I think at Paramount, and I want to say DreamWorks, co-produce it, um, have basically said that they're going to either explore a sequel to this or further spinoffs of the Transformers You know what they're going to do? They're going to do one sequel, and then they're going to make it into a cheaply produced Netflix cartoon. You're welcome. They've well, they 
I don't want to burst your bubble. They already did. They've already done that. Like, not necessarily with Bumblebee, but like pretty much, I think, with the release of, if not every one of the Transformer movies, there have been Netflix animated, uh, limited, like 12, 13 episodes. Those are never suggested for me to watch. Well, it looks at your previous. Now, here's, here's the thing. Like, I've got a bunch of 13 and unders, like at my house, so it constantly suggests things oh. like that. It's like, ah, you should watch the Trolls cartoon, and I'm like, no, no. I shouldn't, Netflix. <laughs> the thing is, I set all of their own accounts I up know. for them, so I won't get that. Okay, Jim. Uh. Oh, my. Who's been watching my YouTube? I don't want to see this. Why is that showing up? Yeah. I get Fortnite suggestions all the time on my YouTube, and I'm like... YouTube, you you don't know me. No, not you, as well as you, I wanted. You would like this based on... No, I wouldn't, YouTube. <laughs> Do not throw that kind of accusation at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Bumblebee, okay. Um, if better you, than the other Transformer movies and E.T.-esque. I, I even think it, it rot, its Rotten Tomato score is considerably high like if you just want to go based on that and like none of my suggestion whatsoever even even your aggregate score with most critics and audience members has put this at the top of the transformer seat not necessarily financially but like it it's a it's a solid movie it's mm-hmm. not just there's more than just like punching robots mm. like i said there there's some character development there's some solid performances it feels a whole lot like E.T., almost beat for beat. But one point, E.T. was the highest grossing movie ever made. And it's, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there, a classic. Yeah. So if you're going to rip something off. And I had a punching bag. It's it's not it's not a bad thing to rip off. It looked like E.T. Okay, Spider-Verse, that's a definite, definite. Go out of your way to see Spider-Verse. Absolutely. Because I actually would like to see it... Uh, Eight or nine more times. It's it's it will be it will be purchased. Yes. Oh yes, yes. Uh, the credits were rolling, and Jenna's like pre-order it. So yeah, which reminds me, I have actually, to pre-order if you it. stuck around long enough in the credits, I believe you got a taste yes, of what what was to come. Actually, no, I did stick around for that. Some in of the it. Spiteerverse. So uh, that's it for parental guidance suggested. What's coming up? Oh, you've got the the upside. Which is, who's even in that? Uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And Kevin Hart. The the um, the trailer looks hilarious. And you still haven't seen Steve Carell's movie that looks very creative. Welcome to Marwin. And by creative, I did. I, mean I did weird. actually, I did, I did actually watch it. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay. Give me two seconds on it. Just not worth mentioning? It's... It has a lot of it going for it, but especially considering this is the man that wrote and directed Back to the Future, directed Forrest Gump, did Castaway. Mm-hmm. This is not a home run for him, but I, I honestly, 70% of this movie is solid. There's just a lot of it that doesn't work. It doesn't connect. And that hurts me to say it. Robert Zemeckis, mm-hmm. the, the gentleman that directed this. Um, is one of my favorite all-time directors. What is the story? Is um, Steve Carell a robot? Steve, or? no, no, he doesn't turn into a robot at any point. He's not from Cybertron. Um, he is. Uh, he is at a local bar, and the gentlemen start um, 
kind of uh, picking on him. And he's, he's drunk and he says some things about himself personally that they find objectionable. Mm-hmm. Um, he walks out of there, doesn't thinking about it, and he's beaten by about five or six um, men. Toughs. Street toughs. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he's just, he's beaten so severely, like he no longer has access to memories that happened before a certain point in time. He was also an artist and he's been ravaged so much he can't draw anymore. Mm -hmm. Like he has. This sounds really depressing. It's, that's what I'm like, it's basically about how he copes with that. I don't want to see anyone beat Steve Carell. I mean, and it, it, it's. It doesn't give you like a graphic depiction of it, but basically it's all about how he starts coping with that. He he still has an artistic side, and he starts uh, basically living his life through um, toys and dolls and like houses that he creates. Um, he has a character that is a stand-in for him, um, and as he meets like different women in his life that help him like the the one that calls uh the police for him in this particular instance like she becomes one of the barbies that he finds okay. um he is an old school gi joe and his his personification in this one like he's tough as nails okay, like so he's is this uh and it seems funny but is a lot of this movie steve carell holding barbies and gi joe's going the um you kind of see that setup, and then it goes more into less like his imagination of how these characters are interacting. It's this kind of think if Toy Story was shot with um, motion capture, okay. like, and you get to see like basically how he is interpreting the outside world and how he is dealing with it using his different toys. And he's a photographer, so he takes pictures of them. Like, when bad things happen, it's one of the characters in there. Like I said, it's just... It's a really interesting concept. It is. And, like, the real-world aspects of it, that's the part of it that works. In the end, do the dolls gang up on the people who hurt him and chew them up? They don't chew them up. Um, They all have... um, Weapons, AK-47, sniper rifles. Uh, basically, they've got the entire arsenal of like For a real? 1950s GI Joe. For real? No, no kidding. Okay, yeah. I was, I was making yeah. that up. Yeah, like it. The 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 characters that are like kind of persecuting him in life, they show up as like think of Ken dolls if they were dressed in Nazi uniforms. Okay, like there's just there it's like i said it's really hard to extrapolate like Uh all of this there is not a movie like it in the theater right now and i have a hard time thinking of one to really parallel it with i i think you get definitive points for being an original story but like i said it just i don't it's almost like it's two separate movies that Uh have been made you've got the toy world for better and the the real world and that, like the performance Carell gives there and all the actresses and actors that are in it, like it almost would have been fine as its own movie right there. Mm-hmm. And the, the the way he is dealing with it, like I said, that's the part of the film I don't feel like always works and it almost disconnects you from the rest of the movie. Okay. Well, I'm not going to run out and see that. But yeah, if if you want to be depressed, like uh, there, there's some depressing stuff in it. Yeah, no, I'll pass on that. And 
you're you're going to see something funny with Kevin Hart for next week, and that is what I want. Kevin Hart's a pre- like I don't want to say he's a sure thing, but like he's he's de- besides Dwayne Johnson, he's probably the hardest working man in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Every every four weeks, I swear there is a new something with one of them in it. Yes, and I'm all for that. By the way. Because you asked. So, thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.